This is CliffCentral.com. This is Kuala Deza. And you're listening to Delighted with Rami and Romeo on CliffCentral. It's a Monday. It's a Monday and we are here. Hey, bona, we're grooving to some awesome track. Yeah. Eh? Warren G. The regularly. things we do in the studio that you'll never get to see. Yeah, of yeah. course, because it's a Monday. That's how we roll. Yeah. Well, good morning, beautiful listeners. It's a Monday morning and you are here with Rami. I and actually Romeo thought you were going to say good morning, beautiful Romeo. You know? I was actually waiting for... Like stop hating Like Paris. like 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 you Palisa, know, your work knows is how to mess things up. A minute in huh? and you're just like No, but Pal- why is Palisa uh, uh, re- refusing? Like can't I feel beautiful? No. Can't a man feel beautiful? We don't care how you feel. We don't care how this you feel. This is abuse and power. <coughs> Let me not give away our guest details. I nearly <laughs> did. Hmm? I'm feeling abused right now. <laughs> it doesn't better. It doesn't better. Good morning, Ramster. Hey, how's it, my Ramster? I, sh- I, I, I love the weave. You know, you're looking awesome. Since this weave, you know, little Hey, hey, don't even go there because I have like the most perfect skin, but I've got a pimple today. You well, know, like here. Yeah. Ah, love pimple. But you know, I always. Oh yeah, maybe I think love it people. Is. Yo, <laughs> Ooh, Don't hate so on nice. the pimple. <laughs> but I like, you know, when I've got, if I get a pimple, I keep mm. touching it because I'm not used to having you pimples. Know, ah. So I keep touching it. They're like, oh, sorry, it's hard. Are you gonna make it worse? I'm like, I yeah. know. Yeah, no, yeah, but you must it's leave it there. because it's a love pimple. I, Remember, we've been on this uh, trail to say, uh, project Rami get a man. Yeah, but I don't know how that's going, eh? And, no one is Pimple is a good sign. No, but then uh, I don't want to be talking to a pimple. If you know what I mean. I don't want to be talking to a pimple. Can like the real guy show up already? Yeah, Pella, you understand her. Obviously, you kind of like, you have taken your uh, Rami Scary game to the next level. And, oh yeah, ne? that's yes. so true. You see? But I think I'll find, I'll, I'll, I think I'll find some, some guy who's very fearless, who's not afraid of me. <laughs> but you know what has been happening? Yeah. I've been getting calls from people that haven't spoken see, to me. Seen you in a while because, yes. In years. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. And then you answer the phones like, hi baby. And you're like, <laughs> Huh? Which one are you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, can you identify yourself by the year? Yeah. <laughs> are you 2000? Are uh, you 96? You should actually say, what's your um, Instagram uh, name? Yeah. Hey, and then you go there, you see the pictures. Hey, they're yeah. like, ah, baby, you don't remember me? I'm like, no, I don't even have your number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, remember. Hey, I'm with this guy, he called me last night. He was like, I want to take you out for lunch, man. Oh. I'm begging you. I'm yeah. like, I don't know. You said, no, 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 no. You know me. Remember we met? I'm like, yo, Abudo. I was like, listen, uh, I'm actually in church. Can I talk to you later? And I hung up. <laughs> no, I wasn't in church. But I, I think he knew I was lying because I, the TV was on, you know? <laughs> you could have been listening to TDJ. Hey, you are right, actually. Yeah. So I was it in church, church on T. Yeah, but I yeah. think it was, I think it was OPW, like, it was number number playing, and, yeah. And so much be, for a church. They were, they were busy swearing in the background. You ah, know, ah, I was okay, like, I'm in okay. church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but talk about progressive church. Yeah, but you know me. Mm. You know me. I wake up crazy. Today, mm. I woke up and I decided. You know what? I'm going to wear my wedding ring, and I did. Okay, I, I no, I went on the other thing. No, can I tell you the oh. story about my wedding ring? It's because I designed it myself and I picked out my stones. 
And it's a beautiful, beautiful ring. And I felt like wearing it today. I don't know mm. why. So. Okay. Yeah. No, not even. No, not I got even. a project. Project get Ramia man. No, 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 no. Project get Ramia man is not necessarily saying like I want to like marry somebody. No, not 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 yet. Anyway, hmm. not yet. Anyway, but yeah, okay, I was that's thinking, a topic for another day. I yeah, it's a topic for another. So I'm, I'm thinking, yes. look how beautiful it looks. Mm. You know. Yeah. I'm like, I deserve this. Yeah. Oh, yes, of course it's mine. I deserve <laughs> it. So I You've deserved it. it. Yeah. yeah. You know? Mm. Yeah. Okay. And I picked out all the, the stones and I had it designed nicely. I knew exactly what I wanted. So, yeah, mm. I decided to wear And, yes, then I'm wearing the other one. That is not a wedding ring on my actual wedding <laughs> ring finger. Sure. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, so good week. Busy good week. as always. Um, yeah, it's been... Yo, what a texting week, uh, mm. guys, that we've had. I mean, starting from... The, the Saturday, yeah, um, Dumananas incident, guys. And, oh, yeah. yeah, and, but that is also another topic for another day. Mm-hmm. I mean, from my side of, from my side of things, it's mm. not, it's not for radio. Mm. And, um, and since that Saturday, everything just went south, you know? And. Sunny south or gloomy south? No, more like gloomy south, you know, because right. then we had a whole lot of other incidents coming up, incidents mm. coming up. Mm. And, and also we buried Dumi, Dumi Masilela on yes. Saturday. Yes. Yo. Yeah. I, I, I go to, uh, I was Mary's funeral uh, yesterday. Ish, yeah. Mm. I didn't even know it was yesterday. I could have, I should have, yeah. I could have gone actually. Mm. So yeah, ish, mm. I should have gone. Yeah. But anyway, that's 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 what it is. But I mean, that's true. I mean, I I love how 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 Simpiwe spoke, you know. Mm. Uh, and you know, I hear she sing as well. Yeah, no, she is. She's always been singing. She's mm. always been singing. No, I'm saying I mean, the she, courage. You know, yeah, the and courage. yeah, she sang as well at the funeral and mm. at the memorial. Mm. You know, she's a PK as well. So oh, I didn't know. And ish, without without sounding funny. Her, her dad hmm. doesn't look like a pastor. I don't know what that means, guys. <laughs> if you know what I mean, he doesn't look like a pastor. He looks absolutely gorgeous, hmm. and he's a biker too. Oh, nice. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he doesn't look his age. Hmm. Yeah, I keep I keep hearing her. He's I think he's like fifty two, fifty three, something there. But he, he are you, he are you hinting? Are you trying to I'm not hinting. Me? They're married. He's married. I know. Oh. I know both the parents. Oh, okay, man, come okay. now, somebody. All right. All right. All right. That's not what I meant. It's if just like journalists are listening. It was just a. I was. It was just an observation. Innocent conversation. Very, very innocent. Yes. Innocent. Mm, yeah. Okay. And I and I went with Mutodi to the to the funeral. Right. And I was like, I I saw drum magazine was checking me out. I was like, mm. oh God, don't do it. <laughs> don't go there. Yeah. I just needed a lift. Yeah, but it was it was it was a very emotional funeral, you know, and mm. um, yeah, hey, that 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 boy, you know, the way he died, when he died, mm. all the things that he was, and they kept playing his music as well in church, mm. and mm. yeah, but it was good. It was a good. It was a good, good funeral, mm. for lack of a better word. The pastor was hilarious. Mm. He was he was crazy in that mm. restoration center. No, yes. he's a mm. very he's a very funny pastor. Mm. Uh, and um, everyone was there in numbers. Anyone you can think of mm. that's on TV yeah. was was there. People came out in numbers. They did. They did. Mm. It was. Then they had after tears because I son. I couldn't go to after tears. I just felt so old. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yo, I. Yeah. But also, also, <laughs> also, if I can play the devil's advocate as well, is the, the, the pain of watching how much love someone gets 
on uh, the, you know, their final day on earth or yeah. you know, at their funeral yeah. uh, versus when they are alive. Yeah. You know, we talk about musicians whose music gets sold out after they are dead. Yeah, yeah. You know, you get... So, it's like, how do we... No, but I that? understand. No, but you, we can't change that. Now I understand oh, that. I actually saw this thing now. It's called uh, pre-funerals. And it's actually real. Hey, you have so, your funeral before the actual funeral. Yeah, so pre, pre-memorial. You could yeah, actually do yeah. your own memorial while you are still alive. Yeah. So that people can come and tell you what they think of you uh, while you are listening. But yeah. you know what? I've got, I've got an, uh, two answers. The first answer is for people who buy your music after you're gone. Hmm. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a humane thing for you to, it's like someone is all of a sudden trying to hold on to something that's left of you. Hmm. And that is normal. Yeah. So hmm. you will sell out. Even if you see how Beyonce is selling. Hmm. If Beyonce drops dead tomorrow, hmm. whatever she sold will it's not be, be the same. It will be post. nothing to hmm. compare hmm. to post hmm. her. Yeah. Hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so that's just human nature. Yeah. And another thing is that, um, with people coming to show you love and all of that, I think there's some people who would, who would never, who would never miss that. For instance, if I drop dead, mm-hmm. I, I want, I want to wonder what people are going to say about me. I know because I think, uh, the people that I associate with, people that I'm involved with, people that I live with, people mm-hmm. who know me. Mm-hmm. They're crazy enough to tell me all their crazy thoughts about me. <laughs> and I don't mind telling them what I think about them, yeah. you know? Mm. So it's not like I was like, Ish, I wish you could have told. Unless, of course, there's like some brother who's been dying and he's burning mm. inside. That one, Gitomu <laughs> Pokele. We're gonna spend out, you know, the last few days together. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. You know? But it's fine. I see Kolapa. Yeah. But anyway, mm. talking about how the week went and, yeah, and how, oh gosh, and then there was Sunday. Yesterday, it was another story altogether. Mm. You know, uh, the papers, Twitter, social media, it goes crazy. You'll see how many, Cases we actually have when people come forward to talk about um, the issues that they have when mm. we talk about gender-based mm. um, violence. So, which is why today in studio we've got um, Nondan Tamkwena. She's yeah, the, the executive director. Executive director. Mm. Yeah, people opposing women, women abuse. abuse. Yeah, and it sounds it's pronounced pa, pa, power. power, as in like Amanda, but it's not. Mm. It's not Amanda. Mm-hmm. It's actually power, but with a P O W A. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Welcome, Absentanda. Good morning, and thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Romeo, Romeo, the way you're just smiling and laughing. How? No, Pella, you, you don't. You don't know how much I actually love uh, the work that Absentanda uh, does. Yeah. You know, I'm talking about people who actually quit a full-time job to go and follow a worthy cause. Exactly. You know, to go exactly. on a sabbatical, you know, what does sabbatical mean? And they actually say, I'm going on a sabbatical to do something that is more powerful than what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. In line with my career, in line with my experience. Now, that is very powerful to me. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I'm going to be giggling like a little boy. <laughs> Yeah, so let's answer Okay, let's answer Disclaimer. Okay, I'm glad. Uh, thank you for the disclaimer, Maromza. Yeah. So when you when you stumble and you stutter, uh-huh. I, I know what your problem. Yeah. You know how you go gaga over what to me, Dumza Maswana, and you know all the when we bring uh, hot looking guys in the studio, mm-hmm. Steve El, uh, Steve El Mark, and she'll go. Ah, ah, that's me today. Yeah. 
Bato, have you ever? Have you ever? Yeah. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yes, I am so glad that you are here. Mm-hmm. I am so glad that you've come to talk to us. We know the work that you're doing. But let's just pretend there is someone like, not like Romeo. Romeo knows what he's talking about. But there's definitely someone out there who doesn't understand what the organization is about. You know, a lot of people know about power. Mm-hmm. They know, yeah, it's people opposing women abuse. But they don't even know what power... Half the things yeah, mm-hmm. power does. Yeah, what are the things that you do? Because people, they just think it's some... Um, Feminist organization yes. of angry, a bunch of angry women who are trying oh. to see what in they can do t-shirts in purple t-shirts who just want, who are just trying to fight yes. men, and that's not what it no, is. No, it's not. Yeah. So can you just take us through a bit and just like um, Power is a feminist organization. We are based in about seven spaces. Yeah. We provide individual counseling and group counseling on a daily basis to survivors of violence. We also have three shelters for women who are running away from their abusive uh, partners. Mm-hmm. In the shelters, we house them for three to six months. In our second stage house, we house them for about a year. Okay. These are women who are running away from abusive partners who have threatened to kill them, who have attempted to kill them, and others are women who have just felt that enough is enough. Mm-hmm. I need to break the cycle. I need to protect myself and my kids, so I need to get away. So that's what we do. We also provide support to survivors who go to court. Yeah. who their matter is sitting before a magistrate or a judge and to find that they are not supported by their family members, mm-hmm. they are not supported by their friends, they are being asked to drop the case because perhaps the person who is the perpetrator is someone who is well known and powerful mm-hmm. and you find that mm-hmm. there are people women and men supporting the perpetrator but the survivor does not have support so power comes in to support to ensure that you know she sees the case through so that's what we provide we recently closed our legal advice center due to funding but through uh yes but recently with a collaboration from a few organizations that is power Tswaranang and a funding organization Sanganisa and the Women's Legal Center. Mm-hmm. We have launched a campaign called Ending Impunity where we are saying a lot of women are coming to the police to report their matters. But we are finding that they are being mistreated by the very people who are supposed to protect and serve. And we are saying we have been complaining for years about police uh, re-victimization of survivors. Mm. But we seem not to be doing anything, all of us. So as these four organizations, we are saying to women, please come forward with your cases so that we can now hold the state to account to say, if as the police you are saying, we are here to protect and to save. Why are you not doing that? So that is the work in, in general that power does. And just out of uh, interest, I mean, uh, someone could be listening and they say, you know, what is your, what is your turnaround time? Mm-hmm. Let's say here I am, just been abused and obviously gathered the courage mm-hmm. to reach out. Yes. Uh, what is your turnaround time to get to that person? As quickly as we could, mm-hmm. but unfortunately due to resources we can't. We mm-hmm. only have one driver. And I said we have seven working space. So we've got an wow. office in Soweto, in Everton, in Katlehong, uh, in Fosloras, and in Beria, which is our head office. Yeah, so you yeah. can imagine, we say we are based in Gauteng, but we're also not reaching the whole of Gauteng. Yeah. So that's 
our turnaround town will depend on if there's a police station that's or a woman who, who's calling us and saying, I'm running away now from home, mm-hmm. but I'm going, going to, to my nearest station. police station yeah. to avoid the issue of we don't have enough cars to take her to power. We mm-hmm. send our driver there. Mm-hmm. But whilst our driver perhaps is driving to Moroka police station, mm-hmm. there could Someone be another woman calling and mm-hmm. saying, I mean, Alex, yeah. how do you help me? Mm-hmm. So what we have done is that we've also got a list of other organizations similar to us that are not that well known but we are able to refer to all of Uh them so if you are in Alex and our driver is somewhere in Fosloras we quickly call an an organization in in, in Alexander adapt and say there's a woman there that needs your assistance but we don't do that very well because we also have limited resources and and that is why we are coming up with this app to say how do we coordinate services that are available how do we integrate services that are available so that we are able to respond quickly to mm. all the survivors yeah. who require mm. the services from us. What I like about uh, our government, especially the president, is the prioritization mm-hmm. of women, children, and uh, uh, abuse mm-hmm. and so forth. Uh, what are the chances that <clears throat> you could speak to the minister of uh, police, Sigil uh, Mbalula, mm. and then what you do is you actually train one uh, police officer mm-hmm. uh, within your areas mm-hmm. so that the, the person when such cases come to the police station they get priority immediately would have you ever thought about something like that it has been done for quite That's some time. time. It yeah. has. It mm. has been done. And even currently, we've got specialized police within the police services right. that are specializing with violence against women and children. But I think they are limited. They are not mm-hmm. that many. And tomorrow, when we actually launch the app, the minister is going to be there to talk to some of those things that you are asking me now to yeah. say, okay, we do have them. But then how do we upscale to ensure that they are visible and they are available to every survivor in every location? Where the survivors are, mm. because I also know that people who are who are working for for power, mm. I mean, if not all of them, mm-hmm. it's it's volunteer work, it's yes. voluntary work. So when you need, uh, when we're looking for resources, um, what other companies have come on board? Mm-hmm. Like uh, who can say? And when I'm I'm talking about corporate companies, yes. discovery, your 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 old mutual insurance companies, mm-hmm. medical companies, who maybe as part of their CSI projects, they can actually take a portion of that and, mm-hmm. and invest in something like uh, like power, for yeah. instance. Um, because I think one of the things that is limiting, mm-hmm. even as much as we think it sounds vain, is is money. Yes. You know, you need if if you've got one driver, that mm-hmm. means there's only one car. Yes. And if we were to get money, mm-hmm. get someone like a a Nissan, a Toyota mm-hmm. sponsorship or so, then then it's easy to get two, three, four, five um five drivers because now even at the stations because barrier is close um alex is close oh no amazon sneeze pineapple 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 <laughs> yeah and and then you've got barrier and all of that but then the, yeah. we also then when we've got issues like um people with issues i mean so where to in itself is big the biggest mm-hmm. biggest thing ever i can imagine the driver Losing his mind mm-hmm. trying to get there because now is the driver maybe with two, three volunteers mm-hmm. that he'll be going with to go check, you know, maybe a drop of them, then move over and go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So, but then that, that must be very, very challenging, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, are there any, 
corporates that are corporates supporting, that are supporting the, cause. the cause. Yes, they are. Yeah. We are currently funded by the Department of Social Development for our social workers and social okay. auxiliary workers. Yeah. Um, we have been lucky that we have partnered with Avon, the cosmetic company, okay. since 2009 to date. Yeah. Uh, they've been funding uh, the work that we do. Uh, we've also been funded previously by First for Women okay. um, Insurance. insurance yeah. um, they funded our second stage house. Mm-hmm. But since South Africa has been declared a middle income country since 2009, a lot of civil society organizations are struggling for funding. Others are even closing down. Mm-hmm. Because now international donors are saying, South Africa, you've afford. got you can enough afford, money. Yeah. You can afford yeah. to take care yeah. of your own. Mm-hmm. So it is important that private sector, individuals and the government work together to ensure that doors like power remain open. Because the work that we do as an organization is the extension of the work that is supposed to be done by government. Mm. So it's important that we all rally together and ensure that we provide services that give the survivors respect and that treat them with dignity. Because that is the most important thing for survivors. I want to talk about the houses. um, Mm. The house, because we've got the, the the three to six months. Yes. And then we've got the uh, first stage, yes, zero to six, yes, right? Yes. And then, then another one, one year. is one year. Yes. How many, how many uh, people roughly do we have in the first stage and how many mm. do we have in the, we have two houses, year. one in the east end, one in the west end. And at any time we can take 10 women and their children. At one house But okay. you can imagine That is a drop yeah. in the ocean yeah. There's yeah. so much that is required But however Gauteng is better In that we are able to refer To other shelters yeah. mm. um, The most dire situation Is in our provinces Other provinces yeah. Yeah. If you ask me How many shelters are in Limpopo I wouldn't be you able to know. tell yeah. you mm. If you ask me How many organizations Are similar to power That are in uh, um, the northwest I wouldn't know And for us It's a great need because the women power is well known and the women in those provinces call us for services and sometimes we are having to say if you've got transport get a bus we'll fetch you at park station so Mm. that we can take you into our shelter but you can imagine for those who do not have access to information that they can even call us here in Jobek and we can accommodate them in our shelters whereas there should be a shelter where they do live and then where they can be accommodated Mm. but I think with the app that's we are saying government is funding other organizations yeah. similar to power. How do we bring them together, together and use the one. app yeah. to ensure that a person is located to a service nearby where she lives? Because yeah. you still, even though you are a survivor and you want to get away from the perpetrator, yeah. you still need the support of your friends, of your friends, and you family. still and your family. Yeah. So also getting out of the province and going somewhere very far can be on its own be stressful yeah. for you and also yeah. for the kids. For the kids. Well, in conversation uh, with uh, Nontlantla uh, Mukwena, who is the executive director for Power, P-O-W-A. And of course, if you want to contribute uh, or also sponsor or pay their salaries for the next two years, you can... Uh, That's absol- that would be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, so let's yeah. give them the WhatsApp number there so that, you know, in case we have someone like that. 079-748-2090. That's 079-748-2090. Just quickly take us through uh, what are some of the functions uh, within the app mm-hmm. so that at least we give people a crash course on how mm-hmm. it works. The app is going to be launched tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But for us, we want women to have easy access right. to services. Mm-hmm. So we do, we want a woman who's got a, a smartphone, a simple smartphone, yeah. to just press a button 
And when they press a button, it will link them up to the command center, which is um, funded by the Department of Social Development. Mm. But as the command center assists them telephonically, organizations like Power should do the follow up. Yeah. Because mm. remember, if you call someone and they tell you and they give you options of how you should address your problem, mm-hmm. you mm. need a loving someone tomorrow yeah. to call you and say, how are you feeling? Where you, did you manage to go to the police station or to the court? How was the treatment what do you still need can you come to power so you can see mm-hmm. a social worker face to face you need that you do we don't want a situation where survivors just call in and after calling in we don't it do follow-ups yeah. with them we yeah. need to show them love and we also need to hold their hands so that whatever decision that they take to end this violence there's someone who's supportive there's yeah. someone who understands the system and can and can take them through the system so the app is just a press of a button okay. and then it leads to up to all the services available to mm. you because how thing there is power there's nisa there's adapt yeah. but then for the past two years power has been going to Pologwani yeah. to have a candlelight for survivors who have lost their lives and for victims who have survived but we have found that we don't know if there are similar organizations they, so we are yeah. partnering with the department of social development to say because you are funding power in Jobek, who Why are not? you funding in Polokwane? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that they are on the list and at the press of that button, the people in Polokwane can know that, okay, there's no mm-hmm. power, yes. but there's a similar organization that I can go to and I will get the same service that I would get from power. Yeah. So that's why we are saying we are launching the app at the press of a button. A woman can get assistance wherever they are. And let us look at what, what is already existing in yeah. all our townships, in all our villages, and let's look at it and say this is what we have currently how do we beef it up so that it responds adequately and where there are gaps how do we plan together to ensure that we close those gaps okay and about the app as well um i know that obviously at at the press of a button Mm -hmm. you can uh is it i can basically tell people where i am and then they can link me it will also locate also locate it locates where you are in case you know you there's no time the there's no time for dialing yeah and, and they can actually yes. follow you so you once you've clicked the button yeah it goes it. to the it, call center exactly. and the call center has just located you so because yeah. in case you've clicked and, and the perpetrator is, is coming yeah. and the perpetrator kills you so already that button should also alert the yeah. police to say go to this location this yeah. person has just pressed but when we called she did she not respond answer, yeah. so one yeah. of the uh, challenging thing that you're gonna find with mm. the app is prank calls mm-hmm. and how are you going to educate people mm-hmm. uh, because someone could say you understand that the police the hesitation if the prank calls increase yes. then obviously it will kind of like uh, inhibit uh, response time yes. you know so how are you going to help people or how, is the app built in such a way that you know uh, to uh, eliminate prank calls somehow what, what unfortunately not mm. because now we are using it as an emergency button for women who are in distress yeah. we are just going to appeal to the community and the public to say let us use this resource yeah, responsibly. responsibly and there is that issue because the current um, call centers are experiencing a lot of calls where people are just playing. Yeah, but no, then at the same time, let also. us not play with such a dire situation. Yeah. Violence against women in our country yeah. has Serious reached business. epidemic uh, proportions. So it's important that we take it seriously. And let us not misuse resources that are available yeah. to us. Yeah. I mean, as individuals, let us be responsible. So we are going to go to roadshows, educating people about the importance of the app. 
about also ensuring that it is used by people who really need it. And but then at the same time, as the police, as social workers, let us take our work very seriously. Yeah. The fact that you know yesterday we got ten prank calls doesn't mean today when someone presses we don't respond yeah. because yeah. when you don't respond, I would rather we respond all the time mm. so that we eliminate those risks of losing someone yeah. because we are angry that mm. someone came yesterday and uh, it was away. a prank. The same thing that happens that when survivors go to the police station on a Friday to say they are being abused and then on Monday they say they want to withdraw a case. I mean, as a social worker myself and as a policeman or woman, I am there to serve. Yeah. You know, and what is my job? I would rather do my job over and over mm. again because the value is in helping people the value is not being angry with people for coming and 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 mm-hmm. withdrawing their cases because remember abuse is something that happens over a very long time it yeah. takes a woman 10 to 15 years to live an abusive relationship why because she wants to see uh, things change so yeah. let us not judge them but let us show them love because at that point in time when she presses that button yeah. or when she calls power or when she goes to the hospital or when she goes to the police now she's got the courage to yeah. say, I want to do something about it. And when she does that, that is why we have to ensure that she is in a safety net now. Mm. Okay. And, uh, yo, wow. Like so much, so much mm. education all in one. Mm. Uh, also, I would like us to talk about, um, cases that are being dropped mm-hmm. or cases that get Lost mm-hmm. in the in the between the police and the system. they just get lost in the system. Mm-hmm. Besides, even with, with before we even get to uh, people who are being influenced by family, s- by family mm-hmm. because mamang is famous, mm-hmm. don't do that. And I know there are others who the family say drop charges because this person can give us money. Mm-hmm. You know, for your silence, this is how much we are prepared to give you. But now let's talk about someone who. Whose case has been lost uh-huh. in the in the system? Because I, I I was looking over the weekend. I was checking social media. Uh-huh. A lot of people on social uh-huh. media they were saying my case was just lost in disappeared. The yes, I'm still waiting six uh-huh. years ago, eight years ago, ten years ago. Uh-huh. So how are we? Uh, how are you working with the police? Uh-huh. To kind of eliminate that that problem, because mm-hmm. I think every time when when a case gets gets lost, then people get they get despondent. They just feel like you know yes. what, no one is willing to help me. Mm-hmm. I might as well just leave it, mm-hmm. you know. So how do you encourage the the victim to keep pressing? Mm-hmm. And then how as well are we working with the police to make sure that these cases are like you know sometimes the longer you leave it yes evidence goes the memory yeah. goes yes. a lot of things fall in the cracks and that's why some of the cases mm-hmm. are thrown out yeah firstly we also encourage um survivors to say you know after trauma sometimes you don't feel like going to the police because mm-hmm. you are still traumatized mm. but we encourage survivors to record themselves to tell a friend because the first person that you tell after the traumatic event is your first witness and that person is critical. Yeah. So if you're thinking at this point in time I don't want to go to the police station, talk to someone that you trust and that someone should also take notes or even record you 
on that day so that when you are ready now to go to the police then you use that statement to go to the police because now yeah. you would feel okay and comfortable now to face the system because the system the, the system can also be um traumatic to yeah. face yeah. also once you go to the police station to open a case make sure you don't leave the police station without a case number without the name of the person who's investigating your case also know your rights once you have your case number, you know the person who's investigating your case, know that you also have a right to f- from, from the uh, IO to continuously give you feedback yeah. on the investigation, tell you what they are doing, tell you what they are not doing, and also tell you when your case is ready to go to court. Yeah. And whilst you are in court, the court also has to consistently tell you what is happening. Because sometimes some survivors end up withdrawing cases because they are not being informed the way they are supposed to be. And it is their right to be informed regularly. But if your matter is lost, as long as you've got the case number and you know who was investigating your case, your matter can be reinstated. I said that on the 9th of August this year, we launched a program called Ending Impunity. So we are calling on all survivors who feel that, you know, their cases have been lost in the system or they've been re-victimized by the police when they went to police stations to report. We've got lawyers who have volunteered their time to come to power offices and Tswaranang offices on Saturdays. Because remember, the other thing with women is that they are working and they are not able to take time off during the week to actually consult with us as power or to consult with attorneys. So we've made Saturdays available for women to come and consult with attorneys who have volunteered their time because they are saying we really need to nip this in the bud. We really need to make sure that everybody who's supposed to perform their duties, they perform them with respect and with dignity towards the survivors. So that is the program that we have launched and it will deal with those cases that have been lost in the system to find out why and to also reinstate them in the system. One of the uh, preventative measures mm-hmm. or uh, women empowerment, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I mean, obviously, it's very important that we educate the community mm-hmm. about prevent, uh, preventative measures. Yes. So what are some of the programs that you proactively do, mm-hmm. uh, you know, workshops, yes. seminars, and so forth yes. that people can attend? And I think maybe while we are still on that, mm-hmm. maybe you can tell uh, our listeners where some of the programs, when and where, yes. so that they can attend. Yeah, research indicates that it's difficult to change an adult's mindset and attitude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is much easier to work with young people mm-hmm. and change their behavior and also their mindsets. Yeah. We've got programs in schools. Yeah. Um, there's a program called a Teens Alliance to end um, sexual violence, especially in schools. Yeah. Even though the program focuses on sexual violence, but it also focuses on attitudes and behavior. Yeah. Yeah. And we are working with young men and young women in schools. In schools, currently we've got funding for schools in Tembisa, which is about 10 schools in Tembisa and two schools in Sidibeng area. Yeah. But we are looking at issues of respect issues of uh, humanity. humanity we need to be raising young men and young women as equals they yeah. should see each other as human beings the other sex should not see itself as privileged and powerful whilst we are teaching the other sex to be submissive and to be timid they yeah. should see each other as equals from a very young age. But in that project, we are not only working with the kids because we realize that whatever that you teach at school 
has to be also taught at, at home. home. Mm. So we also working with the parents of those young uh, men and women of the learners yeah. to say, whilst we are teaching them that abuse is wrong, this is how they should respect each other and treat each other. Yeah. Let them go back home to a home find, where yeah. the mom and the dad are also teaching equality and respect. So yeah. that whatever that is taught at school and at home, it speaks to each other because there is no point in teaching a child that abuse is wrong when they go home, abuse is it's being fine, done. Yeah. Uh, so that is another way okay. of, of, of dealing with this issue to say, let us teach equality from a very young age because when we talk about things and we say our constitution enshrines equality you know for someone who someone who grew up in a family where they know that i was a boy and i was not doing certain things because i'm, I'm a boy yeah. or i was treated a certain way because, because i'm a boy, boy it's difficult to change that mindset only a few but the other thing we are saying we are calling on all the good men who do not abuse, who respect women, whenever their colleagues are disrespecting and abusing men, they mm-hmm. should call each other out. Mm. Because yeah. there's no point in you keeping quiet when your colleagues and your friends are abusing, abusing and people. you are keeping quiet, mm. but you are not an abuser. You know, Which because is, you're keeping quiet, it means you are condoning what is happening yeah. and you are saying it's okay. But the good men, let them come to the front and say, you cannot do this in my name. And they let them not match only. They can contribute yes, to such yeah. causes in terms of money, but they can also stand up in public and saying, I'm not an abuser and I have a friend who's an abuser and I've called him out. Yeah. I no longer socialize with that type of person. Yeah. Um, the, and that leads to my next question because I, I was actually typing that out. With the, the counselors that we have, the lawyers, the, the, the psychologists, the social workers, do we have any men actively involved in power? Even though we say, we're talking yes. about a feminist organization. Yes. Because I just want to, uh, people to understand that it is not just a women's yes. organization trying mm. to fight. We've got men in the mm. organizations who are, who are working mm. together with, with you guys to, um, to help with the issue of abuse. And firstly to say feminism is not about it's hating not men. Exactly. It's about yes. equality between men and women and mm. it's about promoting that. It's not yeah. about hating men. Yeah. For instance, we, we have our driver who's a male. Yeah. We have our caretakers, but we don't have counselors who are male because if you have right. been raped mm. and if you have been uh, uh, abused by men, most of the time the survivors goes, don't yeah. feel comfortable to be counseled by men but we do take volunteers who would help us in any way and they are male it's just that for the counseling side we respect the survivor's wishes but when for instance we go to court and this particular survivor does not have support from family the men in the communities where we have our offices they are the ones who come with us to court yeah. Our shelters, uh, one of our shelters is in a community and we don't have private security. The security yeah. is our neighbors who are men who know that this is a place of safety. And when they see someone outside the shelter, they actually go out there and say, how are you? What do you want here? And you'd have to tell them what you want there. Yeah. So they, we rely on them for safety. So yeah. you can see that there are good men out there who are helping the organization and who mm. are saying you are not going to this in our name. So there are good men out there, but most of them are not speaking out, especially yeah. those who are well known, those that the, yes, pe- the young yeah. people are looking, looking up to. to. Mm. So we need those ones to be talking, but there are good men, like I say, who are protecting our shelter in the East Rand. We rely on them. Yeah. Mm. But now, 
about uh, oh, sir, my room, sir. No, no, you go, huh? you go, you go first. Okay. No, 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 I insist. Oh, no, 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 I insist. Oh, yeah, well, you insist because it was a follow-up question. <laughs> for let, okay, let me let me quickly follow up. Mm. Um, uh, what? Uh, what you're saying, like sometimes um, the victims, if someone has been raped, for mm-hmm. instance, and it's 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 it, they haven't been beaten up, for, yes. it's it's more like rape. Yes. So obviously, it will be very uncomfortable very. for women to uh, for a, a, a female to talk to a male counselor. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm now trying to see if we can put a little bit of a twist because now we also have young boys mm. who are raped mm-hmm. uh, by men. Yes. Okay. And now you find that now, as much as they're, you know, how do you deal with that? Do they yeah. also talk to female counselors yes. or do they, are they, because I'm trying to see, what, for, can't we have a bridge we, of male, very good counselors. male counselors, even when you walk in, whether you're a man or a woman, a girl or a boy, you can actually look up and say, you see that guy? Mm-hmm. I think it's someone I can actually talk to. We do have such. Mm. On the program, um, ending sexual violence in schools, we don't only work with girls. Yeah. Because in a school, there are girls and boys. Yeah. And you want them to coexist, to have programs together. Yeah. But they must also respect one another. Yeah. So we do have male counselors and the boys prefer to actually go to a male social worker, uh-huh. not a female not social worker. Yeah. And the girl prefers to go to a female social worker, not a male social worker. Yeah. So we do so we have, have but we don't have enough. Uh, of male yeah. social workers mm. So we work with an organization called ADAPT And the boys in those schools Who have been violated sexually mm. Actually prefer to a male social worker We are lucky that this organization yeah. Has got male social workers And they do work with them But yes, the majority of the people Who are being abused are, are the girl children and, then, and, and the women But we also understand that Survivors need to be given a choice yeah. And other survivors Even when they go to a police station And a police person has to take a statement They don't mind if it's a man But others will insist No, I don't want to speak to a man I want to speak to a woman So when they are requesting We need to give them that choice Because they are the leaders in the trauma That they've just experienced So there is that option Yeah, hmm. well, uh, One of the aggressive ways That I've seen you uh, involved In you know jumping on to in, uh, incidences, mm-hmm. uh, for example, uh, one of them being uh, a, a municipality that says uh, mm-hmm. only girl virgins will get uh, bursaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how do you work around those kind of uh, you know, mm-hmm. issues as as an organization? I think that's the advocacy that we do because if we are talking equality, mm-hmm. and if equality is enshrined in our constitution. Who are the people who should actually make this um, constitution a reality? It's our government. So can we imagine a municipality that discriminates yeah. when in our constitution it says we are equal, but then in order for people to access yes. a bursary, you say girls will get uh, tested. What about the boys? What are you saying? Is the responsibility of... Um, uh, delaying sex, the responsibility only of a girl child. What yeah. about the boy who slept with the girl? So now she's mm-hmm. no longer a virgin. Mm. What if it's two people who are in the same program, mm. but the other one is no longer a virgin, mm. but the other one is also no longer a virgin, but they can continue with their studies. It also, 
uh, promotes a, a situation where girls are dropping out of school yeah. and girls are being barred from opportunities. opportunities. So yeah. we do advocacy so that we can educate the very same people who were part of even drafting our constitution who are now going against that constitution. Yeah. Yeah. Because the constitution says equality. Yes. Equality the means it's, something else. if there's a criteria to say you need certain marks to get this particular basari, whether you are a girl or a boy, whether you are a virgin or not, mm. let the criteria apply to everybody else. Yeah. So we advocate for the rights of every girl so that they also get opportunities they don't drop out of school. The reason the education system says even if a girl child is pregnant, let her not drop out of school because chances are if she gets, she passes her metric certificate, she will go on to university, she will go on to be a better person. Yeah. But if you say she must stop her education because she's pregnant. What about the person who made her pregnant because yeah, she did not yeah. make herself pregnant? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Another, wow. uh, another social observation uh, and I think also you kind of like went uh, headstrong on that one is you know our male artists mm-hmm. uh, you know getting girls on stage and they are you know performing this you know uh, uh, risky moves mm-hmm. and yes. tipping them mm-hmm. and stuff like that and generally because it's entertainment People who didn't necessarily see where the problem is And also talking, if you can kind of like touch on Body shaming as well So for example, as a guy, I see like I'm like, yeah, no, when I, you are not my type mm-hmm. uh, where, where are the uh, problems In such uh, uh, situations? Irresponsible entertainment Is a problem yeah. um, We want to be entertained But we also have to respect The laws of the country mm. Especially if you are someone that young people Are looking up to and you are also someone that parents are trusting you because you are a musician. Obviously, mm. they like your music. Yeah. So you have to be a responsible person. Yeah. When you ask young people who are all minors to come and gyrate on stage with you when you are an adult, that, that is yeah, irresponsible yeah, yeah. behavior. Mm. Because if what, if you are a father, you are a musician and you are a father, would you want your, 10 year old to be gyrating with another musician on stage. Mm. What are you saying about that yeah. child? Because no. remember, children will also volunteer to do that because for them, they love this musician. Yeah. They, 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 they want to dance. be musician it's and it's a mm. dance. Mm. But then who is the adult? Yeah. Adults should know better and adults should know when to say yes or no. You yeah. know, and rather take people who are adults mm. and people that you would say I've asked for permission and they agreed. But then at the same time, why are the good men looking at the woman's body just as an object for sex? Mm. Why? Mm. Because that is actually saying this body is just made for sex. So I can just use it way, whichever way I want. I can use it to sell my records. I can use mm-hmm. it to sell my car. You know, previously you'd see just a naked woman standing in front of a car. To just sell that car mm. Whereas yeah. a car is a car If you love it You'll buy it you Whether there's a woman Standing there or not, <laughs> or not. What about music videos I mean those yeah. are the things That you know Music videos Sometimes we don't even Listen to the The to lyrics, the lyrics yeah. because the You know It's just it's, Yes It's just the music And we're going along But when you sit And listen And you're, you're like, thinking oh. But no man I shouldn't actually Be liking this You know But those are the things That we should Continuously talk about So that we educate One another I mean yeah. the 
there can be entertainment with respect and yeah. also with dignity. Yeah. Because when we don't see each other as equals, when we don't see each other as human beings, that is why it's, it becomes easier yeah. to kill a woman. Yeah. Because perhaps yeah. we don't see her as another human being. That is right. true. You know, it becomes easier for you to say, if she doesn't toe my line, I have the power and I can kill her. The other thing is that if there are no consequences to behavior, if you hit someone, if you rape them, if you kill them, and we don't apply the minimum sentencing of the yeah. laws that we have in the country, then the people who are doing it will continue doing it because they know there are no consequences. Mm. I can get away with it. Mm. If I beat her up, I'm going to get a 300 rents fine. If I beat her up, I'm going to get a 5,000 rents bail. And what is 500 rents? 5,000 rents if I'm yeah. earning perhaps triple or four yeah. more. Mm. So yeah. what does that mean? A woman's life doesn't matter. A woman's life is cheap. Yeah. Mm. In conversation with uh, who is the executive director for power, she's been just giving us serious wisdom nuggets here in studio. Mm. And yeah, and we're going to be, uh, the show obviously will be podcast. If you missed some of it, please get it. Tomorrow we are launching a new gender-based violence app that is going to help us in Gauteng and in the rest of the country to, um, you know, to get um, mm. responsive um response quickly and mm. speedily yes. for people and for women who are being abused you know uh, because a lot of people have been displaced a lot of people have been misplaced people are running away from abusive partners and they need all the help and all the support we need and we're doing anything and everything possible to help eliminate that and one would actually say because we now we're supposed to go in like a few minutes but someone would say what if i don't have a smart app what mm. are the other ways and other means of getting hold yes. of getting hold of power mm. and what are the, uh, you know, uh, besides also going to yes. your nearest uh, police station. And we spoke uh, quickly. I'm asking you 10 questions all in one. And I know we've got shelters mm. that you guys have, but then do we even have people who are volunteering, like for uh, getting the churches involved, for yes. instance? Yes. Someone can know I can go stay at Pastor Romeo Mabasa's house. Yes. Uh, hallelujah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jesus. but yes. those kind of things. Um, yeah. yeah. Just in closing, can you just quickly? Yes. Give us a few ways of getting hold yes. of help. They can call us at zero one one six four two four three four five and we'll be able to link them up with an organization closest to them or a shelter. Um so always there's someone at reception. If we are close, there's also a number that we give out where you can get assistance even after hours. We mm. also have two centers, one at Tembisa Hospital and also one at Paragwanath uh, uh, Hospital, which is a twenty 24-hour care for survivors of sexual violence in a partnership with the Department of Health and NPA and us as power providing those 24-hour services within the hospitals. So mm. if you are at Tembisa Hospital and you are in a crisis, especially sexual, viol- uh, sexual violence, ask for Masakane Clinic. Mm. And then if you are in Baraguan East, uh, around Para, ask for Ntabiseng Support Center. You will get assistance there. Thank you so much. That is absolutely brilliant. One last question that is completely, completely, I don't know. Tell me, what happens when someone has done all that they can do? Been to, through counseling, they've come, they stayed at the shelter, mm-hmm. and after you have done everything, they wake up one day, they say, I am going back. It is still fine. You know why? 
it happens that we have done counseling. They now have a job. You know, they are now independent from this person, but they still say, I love him. And I think this time away from him has given me time to look at my relationship and our relationship. And I'm going back. We always say, if you want to go back, go back. But you know now your rights and you also know what you mm-hmm. have to do. And let me tell you, most of the time, after two or three months, those women call us and say, I was going to try. I was hoping that things have changed and I've tried my best and now I am setting that he's not changing and I am out of it forever. Mm. So it is fine. Let us not judge women who go back, but let us support them continuously. So, Mm. because I believe, uh, uh, you know, uh, empowerment Mm -hmm. uh, or coaching Mm -hmm. is the ability to help someone uh, to take the truth for themselves Mm -hmm. and apply it in their own lives. So I think that's very powerful. I I love the question. Why did you leave that question to to because like really no because okay and then one last one. Now we talk about because we're dealing with victims and Mm -hmm. now about perpetrators as well. Mm -hmm. I know there are a couple of organizations that men are trying to Mm -hmm. to bring about to help guys. I I remember Patrick Shai. There's also Brothers for For Life, Life. Songkeje, you know they're all they're all trying to do that. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I'm hoping that they're also working together yes. with power hand in hand yes. so that while the victim is going for counseling the perpetrator as well can be roped in to yeah. come uh, for counseling as well because it's not just only about you as the victim it's also about your children because they're secondary victims as well yes. Yes. so and it, it has a ripple effect all the way down mm-hmm. but we appreciate your time i can't believe it go, it, went, it goes so fast we appreciate your time we hope you're gonna come back when the app is when the app is up and running, we can yeah. never have we can yes. never talk uh, more more about it, it, like there's mm. so much to talk about. Mm. We can never say anything enough. We can never stop talking about it. Yeah. We hope you you'll come back soon, and we'll have a follow up conversation and how the app is doing yes. and all of that and all those other people that you want to come on board. Yes. You know, famous people, people who've got voices, people who are working in the communities, our churches, mm. our pastors, mm. people on social mm. medias, mm-hmm. and all of them need to come through and just get this ball rolling so that we can live in a better world. I think it is completely ridiculous right now yeah. at the rate that the violence is going. I mean, I was reading someone else has just been found just this morning, mm-hmm. a 24-year-old burned to death by 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 her, by, his, uh, by her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And someone actually tweeted, like, no, no, same story, just different characters, mm-hmm. you know. So we also need to mm-hmm. reignite this the spirit is of the... Normal, yeah, it is abnormal. We are normalizing it. We are normalizing it. 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 We are starting abnormal. to become numb. Yes. And we need to... To go back and say, yes. uh-uh, this mm. is not how we do it. But thank you so much for all that you do. We wish you the best. And mm. yeah, and whenever we can, we tomorrow. are coming. And the event tomorrow, I'm going yeah. to be there. Please We're going to have fun. Maramza, maybe you should come. I, I don't know if you'll be able to. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm family. I'm going. <laughs> okay, fine. We're all going to be there. Yes. And we're going to have absolute fun trying to get the country Working together again, working to together end violence again, against, against women. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been Be Lighted on Radio this Monday. Week. Have mm. a beautiful week. We'll see you next week, Monday, and we continue talking about women issues this whole month of August. Have a beautiful, beautiful week ahead. Be Lighted. Bye. This is CliffCentral.com.